This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is episode 38, the top 10 apps of 2016. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, so the normal show, we're completely throwing the format out the window. And we're going to try a little something different. And you are going to come along for the ride. So normally, you know, I interview people about what makes them tick, about... Their journeys um, And we can have some really great conversations Today hopefully we'll have another great conversation With somebody who's been on the show Not once But twice And now this will be his third appearance Eric Holkren is a great friend of mine He's a radio vet We met in the radio industry years ago He now is a director of marketing at M Live Here in Grand Rapids, Michigan Amongst a lot of the other different hats that he wears And what we're going to talk about Is how to juggle your life through technology Through use of technology What are out there that can make your life literally make your life better create more freedom how can you use this technology to discover dozens of ways you can create more freedom in your life so that you can build a business a blog maybe write that book start your podcast or promote something online and on purpose it's what today's episode is all about So here's a peek into my toolbox and Eric's as well. Here's what's working now. Here's what we love. Here's what we can't live without. Here are the top 10 apps of 2016. Welcome to the show, Eric Holkren. Uh, By the way, I don't know if I should give you a trophy or like a championship belt or what. Two-time guest, one-time host on the Justin Barclay experience. That's true. You've kind of like three-peated now. Mm -hmm. You have... You have three. This has never before been done in the history. I'm just, of, I'm just Michael Jordan's your own podcast. In this podcast, well, technically, I have the most appearances, but you know. But your name is in the show, so. <laughs> and that's right. You did. I forgot. You did host and interview me one time. That was really cool. I, I did. All right. So for folks that don't know who Eric Holcren is, uh, in you know, uh, mostly. I will just say that uh, you probably heard the the intro and everything, all the great things that I had to say about Eric. Uh, that being said, he's a really good guy to come to when it comes to this type of thing. And one of the people that's in my wheelhouse of folks that I like to stay in connect, I guess, connected with and, and in touch with who... Uh, is doing more, is reaching for more in their lives. And I think we need to surround ourselves with people like that. And um, not only not only do, do I mean more, but I mean he's he's really reaching for everything <laughs> he can get. I mean, because, <laughs> well, well, I know that sounds bad, but no, you have like 47 hats that you wear. Uh, and, and to keep your life on track and to stay, um, I guess, you know, effective in everything that you do. Uh, that's a tough gig. Now, there's not a lot of people that can that, that can do that. And honestly, most folks have a tough time with uh, with wearing one hat and wearing it effectively. Um, so as a professor, you know, I know you teach a college class. I know that you are the director of marketing at 
uh, M Live, which is a big uh, a group here in Michigan, and uh, you also have started a, a charity. And I know there's there's probably like forty three other things that we haven't had a chance to get to yet. But there's so many things right. that you do, and and by the way, we'll talk about that charity coming up in a little bit. But um, keep, let's just kind of. I thought it would be kind of cool to sort of touch base with what it is that we do to keep our day running smoothly. Um, and so I've got a few apps that I use here. Eric's got a few. We're going to go through the top 10. We're going to just go back and forth here. Uh, I know technology, you're sort of a geek like me as far as tech goes too. So we're always looking for the, the newest and the, the latest and the greatest uh, stuff out there too. And uh, we got a few things for you. So, so let's start with number one. What's on your list, Eric Holkman? Um My number one is Headspace. Hmm. Is that uh, meditation? Yes. Okay, so I've used Calm before. Is it anything like that, and how, and if so, you know, what's well, different? So, like, one of the things that I wanted to do this year is be more intentional in treating my body better, make sure I'm eating well, and and taking time to, like, chill out and get away from technology. And you and I have talked about this on your yeah. show before, but one of the other things was just being more holistic and meditation I found to be really difficult to do unguided, meaning sit down and just figure out how to meditate. And what I liked about Headspace and why I got into it so much is they have, they do 10 um, free meditations for you before they start, you know, doing a, you know, an app in purchase to buy certain things that you're trying to accomplish in your life. And then they guide you through those meditations. And then the first 10, you start to learn I really felt by five, I started to learn what was going to happen in my body as I went into this meditation for 10 minutes and then came out of it. And I felt a lot different even after the first five. And so taking 10 minutes out of the day to either start your day or in the middle of the day, if you have a, some days I do it in the middle of the day, just because there's so much going on. I just want to press pause for 10 minutes and kind of clear the cobwebs out and start all over. Do you um, have do you have a morning routine that you use this in, or is this? I my morning routine for this is mostly on the weekends when my life is a little bit quieter. Um, I tend to front load my day with a lot of stuff early on. So during the week, I will do Headspace either in the afternoon for ten minutes or before I go to bed. Hmm. That's awesome. So the cool thing about Headspace, and I know that Calm does this too, but. Um, you're able to try it on before you buy it and say, okay, well, am I even going to dig this? Will I like this? And it, are they guided? I mean, how does, how does that work? Yeah. So it's, it's 10 minutes completely guided. So there, there's the guy who invented it, walks you through what you're doing and talks you through your breathing that you should be doing and what you should be thinking about. Mm. Um, and I, I found it to be tremendously helpful. And like I said, halfway through the trial, I felt really different after each one of them so i was all in from that point on all right so give me a, a few a, just a little bit about like how you felt different what that did to you especially when you used it during the middle of the day and uh, well so you, you know in um in some cultures they have the opportunity to take rests in the middle of the day that are intentional siesta yes right um you know the japanese will try and sleep or take a nap for 15 minutes and, and speak to the power of that sort of thing it's and I, I yeah you know i think it's it's more akin to that to taking a 15 minute nap and how that just kind of 
for me resets me. So all the chaos that's going on in and around my day to be able to find a quiet space, shut all of that out. um, And then when you come out of it, so, you know, imagine a high tense situation and you go to a quiet place and after the first two minutes you start to feel all of your muscles relaxing Mm. and then minute three or four you're now in the zone and everything is blocked out and all you're focusing on is the voice that's guiding you through the meditation and then for me minutes seven eight nine and ten they feel like hours like they you just the time gets lost and then you know you come out of it and you're like okay i am ready to go right now now does any of this have to like i guess my question is when did you first start is this your first real i guess experience with this meditation or 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 did you do anything similar to that before you you know i've always i've tried on and off with with the martial arts that i've trained in because i know your your mom does some she does tai chi you know so i've learned some breathing techniques from her but i don't you know i I would not claim to know any of the forms of tai chi so that's not at all what i'm saying but you know picking up things here and there is not really a great way to have um a, a disciplined approach to meditation or guided or otherwise. So I played with it on and off, but just have been really unsuccessful. And this was the first time this year that I was able to kind of hone in. And I don't know if it's age or experience or whatever, but I was able to hone in and figure out how to do this properly and have an impact on my day. Well, and the other thing is too, when you have an app, when you have something, there's, you have the ability to remind yourself, you know what you're going to do. You're sitting down you could probably there's probably some sort of gamification in there that says, "Hey, congratulations!" Yep, yeah, you, right, you for made sure. It two days or whatever, and, right, and it, right, yes. And no, and and that's big, right? Like putting two together is huge. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's probably that's probably helpful too. Uh, so, Headspace is the first app. We'll we'll have to uh, check that out for my first app. So, app number two, I'm going to call it. Evernote, Evernote, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice. Now, are you using are you using Evernote just as the app, or are you using the smart notebook or a moleskin? Are you using any of that stuff, or how do you use Evernote? All right, so the, really great question because Evernote can. What is Evernote? It really it can come in the form of an app on your phone. It can come as an app on your computer. PC and Mac, and it can also come as the web browser version, um, which is nine times out of ten what I will use when I'm on my Mac is the web browser version because it it's it's really quick. It gives me pretty much what I need, um, and I also will use the the mobile version on my phone. I've got the iPhone. You I'm obviously uh, Evernote is. Not obviously, but it's one of those apps that it's pretty ubiquitous. It's it's they've got it. If there's a phone, pretty much it can run on it. So um, but what is it? It's a note taking application. And it's even uh, there are people that it's almost like um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like getting things done. The book David Allen wrote. So it's almost can be cult like for some people. Uh, they just get hooked on productivity and they get hooked on these these apps and people have written entire matter of fact there's a couple of really good ebooks um, and I'll try and link to one here but um, on on Evernote and how to use it um, my best me- recommendation for it is to take a look at it uh, and think of it as your brain like your extra brain in the cloud like it's it's 
it holds everything. Um, and let me give you some examples for what I do. By the way, you, you mentioned um, the the notebook. There is a Molsky, I guess a Molsky notebook that you can actually take physical notes in and hand write them out. Evernote as the app, you can take a picture with that on your phone, and it becomes a note inside of Evernote. And yes, and they and they have a a, a smart notebook that connects via Bluetooth to your device. So as you're writing, it's updating in real time. Oh, wow. Okay, so I haven't now seen... Now, it's, it's, it's super clunky. It's not... They haven't worked the bugs out yet, but that one, I think, when, when that becomes seamless, I think that would be the direction I, I will go because I use Evernote to take pictures of the handwritten notes because I find writing things down commits them to memory a little bit easier for me. Right. So yeah. I use Evernote a ton, but it's mostly handwritten notes converted to images on Evernote. I do a lot of that too. Uh, matter of fact, what you'll find me doing is taking notes as I am right now. I'll take notes on anything, uh, post-it note, then I'll snap a shot of it and it goes up into Evernote. It goes up into the cloud. And the reason why I like it is because I can get whatever's in my head out of my head immediately uh, and I use this with an, I use that same sort of method with another app I'll tell you about here in a little bit too. But with Evernote, the thing that I, I love about it, I just let me give you an example of how I used it today. I we are going out of town, and when we travel uh, for the holidays, go to see my parents. We're going to rent a car because I don't like putting miles on my car. We have older cars. Uh, Lizzie and I have cars that are paid for. We don't have a car payment, and uh, it's just kind of our uh, our way of having more freedom by not having a big payment. So. Uh, we will rent a car, and we'll go about seven hours in that car. And when you're filling out the reservation online, it asked me today uh, for my driver's license number. Well, guess what? My wallet is across the house in a completely in another room. Instead of having to get up and search for my wallet, what did I do? I went into my Evernote and pulled it up. I have actually taken a snap. This was great advice. Michael Hyatt. Uh, is somebody that has done extensive uh, blog posts and talking about Evernote before. He's somebody that I've followed for years, and I've taken kind of his lead on that, taken pictures of everything. I have every sort of document you, you can think of, like uh, Social Security cards, um, uh, driver's license, um, uh, drivers like the license plates on your cars. You, you ever go check in a hotel and they're like, "What's your what's your license plate number?" Uh, I don't know. Now I can right. tell them. All I got to do is pull it up. I've taken a picture of it. Um, also, insurance cards, anything and everything you can think of. There are so many great uses for Evernote, and it's something that you don't have to just add or take up that use. You know that space in your in your brain. Uh, you can just kind of clear it out and put this stuff anywhere. It's in the cloud. Another great thing that I'll do is if I meet somebody, they give me their business card. At the end of the day, I, or or right then when I meet them, I take a picture with Evernote, and they're automatically added into my contacts list on my phone. And if I wish, I could set it up so that with Evernote, it automatically sends my contact information right back to them. So... There are some really cool things that Evernote does. Um, in a practical everyday method, I use it when I am researching for the talk show that I do, the daily show that I do here locally. Uh, if I'm doing research for podcasts, for anything else, 
you can use the uh, on Chrome. There's a great um, plugin that's called the Evernote. Uh, it's called Clip to Evernote. Looks like a little elephant head. And if you're on a news article or whatever, you just click that button, and it will allow you to save that article. Um, and it'll go right into your Evernote. It'll f- figure out which you can tell it which folder to go into. Uh, you can clip only the article. You can clip like the simplified version, a full page. You can bookmark it, screenshot it. There's all kinds of great things that you can do with that. So it's another great place to be kind of paperless if you if you need to be. And I'm telling you, when I talk about Evernote, I, I could talk about this whole episode. Really could be about Evernote. This is just a this is just a thumbnail, basically. Go check it out. Because honestly, I mean, maybe we'll do an Evernote episode at some point. Uh, but I feel like today, the per- for the purpose of this, I just want to give you kind of the, the heads up. Have you used Evernote at all, Eric? Yeah, I use it every day. Okay, um, so. I, you know, I just mostly use it, though, with the handwritten notes um, and upload them to Evernote and then organize them either by client or by project. Very cool. So go check that out. We'll put a link in the uh, show notes. What's number three? Oh, boy. What would I do for number three? I would have to go with Waze. Oh, gosh. You know, man, I should have picked that. What a great app coming out of nowhere. Yeah, so, so Waze is a uh, mapping GPS um, traffic app, and how it works is all of the other users that are using the app crowdsource what is happening in traffic in the cities that you're in. So obviously this particular app works spectacularly in larger cities mm. um, where you have more users on, on the Waze app. But I find it to be, you know, one of the fun things about when you're dealing with GPS apps and you drive a lot. And Justin, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you try to beat the GPS. You know, if it tells you you're going to get there at 115, you try and get there at 105 because you think you're smarter than oh, you the, know. the app. You know, you know Waze is one. Of, yeah, Waze is one of those that you just won't beat. I don't know. I haven't yeah. figured out a way to beat it. It knows the best way to get everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I find it an absolutely invaluable app. I do a lot of driving in this particular job all over the state of Michigan. And I find it to be tremendously valuable in getting me to new places and even trying to navigate through Detroit traffic at certain times of day. It's just a killer, killer driving app. And it saves you like every single time. Uh huh. Every it, time. It, it's really ridiculous. Um, it's a Google product, so you need to know that going in. But yeah, it's, you know, it saves you every single time. So think of like Google Maps, like you would use your on your phone, right? The, the, they have the GPS. But this is even better because, as you said, it's real time information that is crowdsourced so if i'm driving and i see an accident all i have to do is hit a button and i've reported it uh or let's let's be honest eric the 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 thing that really made this take off more than anything was the fact that you could report like police that were hidden trying to give people speeding tickets. Yep. Like that's report what, speed traps. Yep. That's what really made this thing take off. And it was the coolest thing because you could be driving along and all of a sudden it'll tell you. And you, you, you know, you slow down. It's effective. It really, I think it's more effective than the actual speed trap when the police are hidden because the people that do have the app will slow down. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and I think um, when I start before I started in radio twenty years ago, I worked uh, for a traffic company in Chicago, and how the highways worked were there were weighted plates, and as the cars would sit on the weighted plates, that's how you would measure the time it would take for you to get 
you know, downtown with whatever way that they were going to measure that. Interesting. Um, so this is essentially a crowdsourced version of that, where, like you said, you're you're not only reporting the slowdown, so the, the car is physically slowing down, yeah. but the users are reporting what it is. You know, is it idiots looking at an accident on the other side of the road? Is it an actual accident in that road? Is it a speed trap? Is it construction? What is it? Uh, and how do you get around it? Like you were just saying, you won't beat it. Um, and the real-time data is not to be messed with. It's just a great, great traveling app. Yeah, and I use that one every day, too. And it's so funny. I didn't even think of including that one in this list. I guess because it's just one of those apps that is so much a part of my life. I don't think, maybe I just don't think about it. But I, I will tell you, it will pull from your calendar. And if you have... Yep. It'll tell you when to leave. Uh, address information and whatnot. It'll tell you exactly when to leave to, in order to get there on time. What a great one. That's W-A-Z-E, Waze, at number three. At number four, I picked Todoist. Now, the one-two punch for me with productivity, basically, in my life is Evernote and Todoist. So, most recently, the, the way that I've been operating is uh, sort of like a hybrid, my own version of getting things done, really. And basically what that is, is there's an inbox, and with your inbox, everything comes into that inbox, and then twice daily, or whatever you decide, you set up a time, you're going to empty that in- inbox, and you're going to either uh, delegate, delete, you know, you're going to schedule things, put everything in a check mark kind of, uh, and and also a project-oriented uh, 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 list, so Todoist is is also I think I think Todoist is also a Google product. Um, there are apps for your phone. You can use it. There's an app for your computer. There is um, I think there are plugins for Chrome, etc. Uh, but I also use with that just the uh, the browser version, and then I use the app on my phone. So here's what I do: if I have an idea. And it don't have to have, like back in the day, you would have like paper or something and write it down. Immediately when I have the idea, I get it out of my head and I get it into a collection device. Some, something that I can collect that idea and, and just put it. That could be Evernote, right? Uh, it could be, it could certainly be a piece of paper. It could be like a post-it note, whatever. At some point, it goes into my bigger system, which is Todoist. Why Todoist? Because it's simple, it's clean, and it actually helps me uh, with reminders. It's built to do this. Now, you can do that sort of thing in Evernote, but I like Todoist because it was built to do it. The other great thing is it is uh, they've built in a gamification system with it. So as you start checking things off on your list, Todoist, and they're getting smarter and smarter, but I can make like daily recurring um, things that I do. So I'll have like my morning routine. If I'm trying to start start a different or new morning routine and I want to make sure that I actually do those things, I'll put in there and it'll say every day. And there are great videos, by the way, on YouTube. And you can just look these up, but it'll show you how to actually put those in so that every day I maybe I'll say write in my journal or maybe I will take a walk or whatever it is, right? Every day, put those in there. And then as I go through and I check them off, 
like I'm going through and checking some off right now, it adds, it says daily goal achieved, and then it adds to your score, which they call karma, up at the top. And there's this really cool chart that shows you um, all about what your, you know, what your score is, how much you completed the last uh, few days, the last seven, um, where you are in... And they have some really funny like titles like Grandmaster and all these other different things. But I find that that helps me actually it kind of you know, it's kind of fun. Like when you have the paper list, you're crossing things off your list, right? When you're having this list, you're yes, sir. checking things off your list. And there's something that feels good about that to me. And when I'm a kind of person who, as Jeff Goins calls it, like the portfolio life and, and Eric, you know about this. I'm the kind of person where I, I wear a few different hats. You know, I've got voiceover uh, projects in a voiceover business. I've got a talk show that happens daily locally. I've got this podcast. I've got my blog, you know, home life and personal things, too. You know, all of those different things for me anyway, they can all be in one place and also be organized in separate different projects and folders so that I can stay on top of what I'm doing. So that's Todoist. I recommend it. Have you ever used Todoist or, or looked at it at all, Eric? No, I, and I just downloaded it as we were, we were speaking, so I'll check it out when we're done with this. I used to use Wonderlist yes, for a little bit. Similar. Um, and, uh, you know, and I just got out of the habit of it because I was managing a bunch of calendars and my wife and I were using an Outlook calendar to organize our life and our two kids. So like it just became too cumbersome. So I'm excited to check this out and see if I can get back in the habit using a different product. Yep. Good luck and uh, enjoy it. The bottom line when it comes to any of these things of productivity, find what works for you because I'm excited about these apps. I know you're excited about some of these apps. And I think one of the things is that Eric, some of these apps, yeah, we can, we can easily use a piece of paper or a, a, uh, a napkin to write some of these things down on, right? But some of these things, these apps take the simple and they don't complicate them, but they make it exciting. And that's that, yeah. that's mm-hmm. sort of the, the key, you know. Number five on our list. So I'm going to go with, because uh, I, I know a lot of people that you and I run with, um, do a fair amount of work in the social space. So the next two that I'm going to do uh, seem to make that curation of content a little bit easier. So I'm going to go with a product called Adobe Spark. Oh, um, that's a which, good one. You know, if you've ever been on Instagram, and yeah. I know Justin does this a ton, if you've ever seen any of Justin's quote cards, as I call them, the, they've got a quote and then they've got who it's attributed to. So Adobe Spark allows you to do those in eight seconds. Uh, they have a free library of images. It imports with your photos in your own phone. So if you want to use those instead, and it makes it so that if you are somebody who's trying to be successful on Instagram, putting out either quotes that you've come up with on your own or inspirational quotes from other people, and you're having trouble finding images that are, are not watermarked or don't break some sort of copyright law, Adobe Spark um, has been groundbreaking and I've, I use it probably every day for either myself or a client doing something similar and I know Justin you and I went back and forth probably eight months ago when this came out about how cool this app was and how much mm. it made using Instagram for this yep. particular purpose super simple and the best part about Adobe Spark too is that it's grown like it started with certain uh, uh, I, I guess uh, functions and it's grown and grown and grown and grown. And I think they're going to continue to, to grow it out. Like, I, I think it, it started initially, it was just the app. Now it's available in your browser. You can actually pull it up 
and use it uh, like on your laptop too, which is. And I, and I love this app so much that I would go from a free model to a pay model without question. So I, I have, and I'll tell you something about my Instagram. Um, I'm actually in the process of growing Instagram and tr- Twitter right now and really focused on uh, growth at this point um, on Twitter uh, just in the last 10 days alone. This is kind of a side note, but um, if you want to know what this is, make sure you uh, make sure you reach out to me or, or jump up on the because uh, I give out all this stuff on my newsletter. Um, justinbarclay.com slash freedom but I'm I'm using um, something right now on Twitter in the last 10 days alone I have grown Twitter audience by 16% and I started under 6,000 there there goes the zoo again um, I started under 6,000 followers I'm up to like 6,700 at the time of this recording so uh, that has helped me with Instagram uh, specifically. I'm actually using uh, an individual, somebody who's helping me create some of this content and also uh, grow the uh, grow the following as well on Instagram. It hasn't been as fast and furious. There's some things that are happening on Instagram right now that we're trying to work through. Uh, yeah, I, I can only imagine what you're about to say. Um, well, I'll, I'll kind of leave. They're, they're having some hashtag issues. There's some things that that are kind of weird about switching back and forth between business and and personal accounts. And uh, the other thing that I've noticed uh, is the out. Well, obviously, the algorithm, I think, is probably the biggest the biggest issue. So we're still kind of playing with that. But what I what I would say more than anything else is that with this. Uh, with with Instagram is that I have for the longest time been the only one pr- pr- creating the content and producing the images. Well, that's that's like half the battle, right? Of being able to pull this stuff out and put things onto your your Instagram account. So I used Adobe Spark. Gosh, I can't even tell you how long it was, it was like the primary thing I used, um, and I still do use it. Uh, 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 but it, it is, it is a great app and it really is. Um, it's, it's affordable. Like you said, they have the free version and then you can also upgrade if you want to. Absolutely. So Adobe spark coming in at, uh, number five. Oh, we're halfway through ladies and gentlemen. Number six for me is, um, what if I switch it up and go rogue? Go rogue, man. Well, I was going to tell you that I like Dropbox, but I'm not going to. I think I'm going to switch it up because I do use Dropbox quite a bit for file storage, for um, audio that I want to get to people. But I think I got a better app, something that I think you'll enjoy a little bit more. It's called Focus at Will. Have you heard of this one? I have not. All right. It's similar to the. The, sort of the app that, and in that same vein that you discussed earlier with um, Headspace. But Focus at Will is basically an app that I, I listen to podcasts, I listen to audiobooks, I listen to all kinds of different things. But sometimes when I'm just working and I need to crush something and just get it done, whether that be going through it could be something as mindless as going through my, my email, right? My inbox. 
my goal every day is to clear that thing out because honestly i've let it pile up before and when it does i just have to have a refresh and a restart matter of fact i just did this the other day and i recommend it to you if you got too much just go in and delete it all and get rid of it <laughs> just start from scratch and uh i've had to do that a couple of times so uh daily i try to get to inbox zero and I'm pretty, actually pretty good at that. Uh, I've, about a month now, I've really been, you know, I've really been disciplined with that. And so one of the things that I do is I go through and I use uh, this focus at will and I turn on the music and I just kind of tune out and do my own thing. Now, what is, what do you mean? What's the music? What's the app? Well, Focus at Will has several different channels, everything from classical to something called Focus Spa, Uptempo, Alpha Chill, classical piano, acoustical cinematic, just you name it. They've got all these different crazy channels, and they're adding more and more every day. And the thing about it is, is that it's not just regular music that you would download on iTunes or you could find uh, on Pandora or channel that would be with Spotify, but it's actually music that is designed scientifically tested and designed to increase your productivity. So they're actually going through and testing this music on people. And and also, they're crowdsourcing because every time I'm done with a session, they will ask me how productive I was, and I will answer, and they're getting real-time results as well. So they let me know, um, or, or they I let them know whether or not this, this session was effective, and then they can take that data and, and 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 throw it in the mix so i like to have something without words without lyrics i like to have something that i can just plug into and get work done especially if i need to get creative if i need to write something oh man i just throw it in there i write to my email list or write in copy for something or write a blog post or whatever it might be uh it's pretty effective to throw the headphones on especially when you just heard the the house full of three barking dogs here right and Eric, I know you got kids like life is not it's not perfect. It's not like the Instagram photos that you see a lot of folks posting. Right. It's messy. And so sometimes you just need to get some work done and then not in the optimal conditions. And that's why I love uh, focus for, for those reasons. Now, this is uh, I think they have a free version, but they also have a, a paid version as well. I'll tell you the thing that really interests me is that if you have ADD or ADHD, that kind of thing, they've got some channels that will really, and I don't know how much of this I can play, but I'll play just so you can hear. This is what ADD type 1, I'm going to play high intensity. Your brain works at a different level. This would not work for me, but some people, this type of music, and I'll just kind of put my phone up to the microphone so you can hear it, but this type of music is actually calming and it it really helps um people focus check this out So it's like crazy EDM kind of type style music, right? Just like hardcore. Did you see the movie that uh, Ben Affleck just put out that uh, he's the accountant? Did you see that movie? Before? I did not see the accountant, no. Okay, so he in this movie is a very gifted uh, mathematician, and he's got um, 
some sort of the spectrum. Uh, I don't know whether it's autism or, um, or or something different, but he's got a little bit of that. His character does in the movie. In there, there are parts in the movie where he actually at night they'll show him like he turns on a strobe light. He's like. Uh, bangs his shins with like this the shin roller thing and it's all kind of designed and plays music like that it's all kind of designed he does it's his pre-bedtime routine like if i listen to that music before bed i would be freaked out right <laughs> yeah it did sound a little bit like a horror movie actually. right but, but but that's uh what works for him so uh, everything that you could imagine from like kind of like a slow here's actually i'll play the kind of stuff that i listen to this is called alpha chill Now that that's a completely different style, right? It is. So, so I, probably, feel, I feel really chilled right now, actually. A pretty and probably a, an entirely different genre of movie, um, but it, <laughs> it, it really does. Uh, it, it really does help me and get focused and and uh, I love that app for that reason. Focus at will is at number six. You sir are number seven. Number seven, I'm going to go with, uh, again, a lot of what I do uh, ends up being content-based, so staying on top of things is paramount. And um, the app that I use the most to do that, aside from notifications that I get from individual apps, is an app called Zolt, Z-O-L-T, that presents news curated from all sorts of different sources um, in playing card style format. So you get you get a photo, you get the headline, you get the first paragraph, which then allows you, you can then click and go into the Guardian or the Post or the Times or Fox News or whatever the source material is and read the actual article. But it allows you to fly through hundreds of articles in 30 seconds to figure out what you're looking for or what you need to stay up um, and on top of in order to, you know, write a blog post, uh, post it to your Facebook feed, whatever it is that you need to do with um, news as it comes in, and you can, it can be science based, it can be what's popular, it can be what's trending, it can be uh, world news based, it can be entertainment based. But they've done a really great job creating an app that allows you to plow through a ton of news in very little time. And what is it? What's the name of that again? Zolt. Z O L T. Zolt and it's like Zolt app. Is that what I would look for? Yes, that's it. Yep. Okay, I'll check that out. Zolt app. Very cool. I know it's kind of tough. Like, uh, there's so much information. There's so much news out. Uh, so, like, getting getting it all in one place and being able to curate it is, I think, um, especially lately. We you hear like fake news. You hear, you know, <laughs> right? You, 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 to have trusted sources that you can go to and you know maybe it's not maybe it's not like uh, straight up world events politics kind of news that you want maybe it's news about your industry you know maybe you want to be able to stay in touch with everything that's happening in the marketing or social media space or um you know let's just say you're in real estate you want to stay up to date with with everything with what your competitors doing etc that's a great way to do that yeah, it's one of my favorites. So, number eight. All right, I am going to switch to another listening app. So, I love to listen to um, Focus at Will when I'm kind of just zoned out doing 
the sort of creative tasks where I can't, you know, I have to stay focused and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to lose track of what I'm doing. Um, but while I'm doing other things, and this could be, I mean, if, if you're taking a walk, if you're working out at the gym, if you're driving to work, I love audible. And matter of fact, audible, um, they have a really cool deal. If you've never used it before, it's all audiobooks. Some really great books. One of the things that I first started to do about four years ago was read again. And Eric, it's funny because you knew me uh, pre-2012, and I wasn't much of a reader. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not your that was not your jam at all. No, I mean, it was like not I, I you know, if I would read TMZ, maybe. Uh, because that's the kind of thing that I had to talk about on the uh, on the air. So I had to be up to date. I had to know about what I was talking about. Um, but I really wasn't, I wasn't a reader. And I, I would say that if I was going to have like a preferred method of learning, uh, listening is up there. Um, but I just, I kind of realized in 2012, like I had to kind of, if I wanted to do something different, I would have to become somebody different. And part of that was learning new things, expanding my mind, um, and reading was going to have to be a big part of that. So I started reading, and I made it a goal one year to read uh, a book a week. And I think that year, actually, I read over, about, I think it was like 60 books in that, that year. I also, including one of those books, was the Bible. I read the Bible the entire year. Um, but I discovered Audible kind of around that time uh, span. And it, what it allows me to be able to do is take moments in my day where I wouldn't be able to read, but I can, I can still make use of those, that time and ingest good information. So if I were to like look at audible right now, my app on my phone, um, a couple of the crazy things that I do, I, I will even tell you this, like I use it at night before I go to bed. Um, I got my device. I'll turn the device on, uh, whatever the nighttime mode is with the, uh, you know, with, with my iPhone, with the, uh, taking out the blue light what's that called by the way what's what called on on your on your menu on your iphone when you hit the kind of nighttime when it takes when it takes the blue oh light um it's what is it called it's not night vision now you've got me anyway i use that and i turn it off and kind of i, I i'll put some you know soft sometimes i'll put some like wave sound on sometimes all kinds of different things but I will put on at night before I go to bed sometimes a, a book like I want to read or a book that I want to to learn about. And, and this is crazy, but I'll put that on. And I've sometimes um, it depends on whether I'm going to bed first or whether Lizzie's come to bed uh, first or whatever it is. And I've got like some kind of a head, headphone kind of sleep, it's called a sleep phones that I wear and I'll put them on and for like 30 minutes or so I can listen to the book while I'm laying there in bed and then subconsciously I, I, I would I would at times let these books just play while I was sleeping and I would hear it all. Um and who knows how much of that I pick up on or, or what. But so so you can literally you can use this whenever and wherever. But some of the books that are on here um The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, which is kind of in story form from uh, Robin Sharma. I got some Grant Cardone on here. I got some Wayne Dyer on here. Um, <laughs> Our, I, I'm just looking at mine right now. Our audibles could not be more different. <laughs> uh, Paulo Coelho I've got on here. Uh, you don't have Paulo on yours, huh? Well, go ahead and tell me who I got Eckhart Tolle on here. Who do you got on yours? 
Um, right now, uh, the last five I read was Nicholas Carr, um, Utopia is Creepy, The Fighter's Mind by Sam Sheridan, mm. The Inevitable by Kevin Kelly, The Graveyard. Oh, I got that. By- I'm looking at that one right now. That one's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the Graveyard Book by, by Neil Gaiman, Ego is the Enemy from Ryan Holiday, and yeah. then um, uh, the, doc, the like a long form storytelling about um, the game Super Mario by Jeff Ryan. So uh, I have the four hour work week. Uh, I've got. Oh, I have it. It's just not. That's not the most recent thing I've listened to. Oh, it's not most I, recent either. You know, I like you have been plowing through Audible for years. So, but it, just to kind of give you an example. By the way, any of the uh, audiobooks by Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk um, worth getting the audiobook, even if you read the actual book. I found like it's even better. Their audio book is even they they throw even more information in. I would say that's certainly true for the Ask Gary V book. Um, I would say pro tip that uh, um, the thank you economy is not his strongest performance in audio. Um. But, you know, just to kind of tell you, it's not all about, like, personal development. I have stuff like uh, Travels with Charlie by John Steinbeck is in here, narrated nice. by, by Gary Sinise. So there's all kinds of great stuff uh, in Audible, and it's a big app that I use. And, and if you're somebody who hasn't used Audible, one of the things they just added, which is my favorite part of the app right now, is they've added TED Talks. Yeah. But they're essentially blind TED Talks. They don't label them. So you're going to take in information and uh, data from human beings without being able to curate it yourself, which I love being exposed to new ideas. So I like that sort of blind, you know, you believe in what TED does. Cool. You signed up for this thing that they do and you get to listen to these TED Talks but you have no idea what you're going to hear. And if you click on in the app uh, not just your library but you move on over to check out channels, there's a bunch of good stuff. Harvard Business Review there's even a meditation channel um, learn something amazing. The great courses selected lectures, uh, short stories by literary giants and then as you just said TED Talks. There's so many different really cool things there on the uh, Audible app. Matter of fact if you, I've got something really cool that I've got for you, as a matter of fact. Uh, if you want a free trial, you've never used it before, you want to check it out, you get, I believe, it's two books for free. If you go to justinbarclay.com slash audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, you get two books for free, two audible books uh, with your free trial. So it's free for the first, I think it's 30 days, then after 30 days, You'll get credits, one book a month, I think for fourteen ninety five a month or so. So and you can buy you can buy more credits. You can you can download the free stuff. You can only you know, if you if that's what you want to do, you can do that too. But um I think and you might know about this better than I I do, but I think because it's Amazon, Audible is linked up with the Echo too, the Amazon Yep. So you can tell it to read <laughs> reach you a story and it will well and and the thing that audible does because it's all linked into um the amazon products is if you have stuff on the kindle and it's whisper sync you can read it in your bed yeah then go to your car and it will pick up from where you left off which is i think super cool that's a big one all right number nine on our list the top 10 we're almost through this man any you feel any pressure did you save the best for last or you know what? I kind of went out on a limb and did something totally different for my last one just because uh, we're heading into um, 
a, a tumultuous uh, weather season. So I picked Dark Sky. Have you ever used yeah. that? Yeah, I love it. I use it. Yeah. So, time. I mean, Dark Sky is one of my favorite weather apps. Uh, you got to pay for it, which I'm OK with. But um, up to the minute weather that's super specific to where you are. And um, if you're somebody who either likes to pay attention to the weather or whether it has some sort of impact on what you do for a living or for fun, um, I have not found an app in the weather department that's better at it than Dark Sky. I love that. And yeah, I mean, and it's also the other cool thing about Dark Sky is, as you were talking about with Waze earlier uh, and a couple of these other apps, they're not just using like the technology of the Weather Channel kind of apps and, and radar, et cetera, to do their forecasting, but they're also crowdsourcing. So you can report weather and through that yep. app, and a lot of people do. And so that will give the app the knowledge to to know that like literally if you're in especially in like in the city in an urban environment it can tell you block by block when it's about ready to start and i'll get alerts that say hey light rain starting now drizzle starting now and i've, I've actually used it here at home where i had something out on the deck and i said oh gosh i better go out there and grab it and bring it back in you know um or it'll say light snow starting or whatever whatever it is it's great to to be able to, to have that as an update that's a good one i didn't uh didn't expect that one coming. Um, number 10, last and certainly not least, um, is an app I use called 1Password. Um, Look at you. That is the best for last. Do you like that one? Well, I, if you're not using a password manager, you're you're not doing productivity at all. So, I, and I'm just, and again, I'm just barely scratching the surface with this because one of the things that I'll tell you about Evernote that I, I I love it, but at the same time, it's not uh, secured, secured. And what I mean by that is that somebody could crack your your pass. So I'm not like worried that people are going to get in there and get all my, my. I certainly wouldn't keep my credit card information in there, and I certainly wouldn't keep like passwords for my bank and things like that in there. You know. Um, so just just know that when you're looking at Evernote. But when you go into uh, 1Password, you can keep passwords for everything that you have a pet now. And, and one of the coolest things is we hear about people getting hacked all the time. So here's my thought. Like, if somebody wants in bad enough, they're going to get in. So I'm not, I'm not, like, crazy about security. But at the same time, I'm not going to make it easier for them if I can. So what I love about 1Password is I used to save, like, all my passwords in my browser and stuff like that, and I don't do that anymore. I used to use all 1Password, and I don't do that anymore. You know, Gmail would get hacked or something would get, and then you'd have to go, like, or if your Facebook might get hacked. And, and the time of the day and age that we live in right now, right, with social media being hacked and our emails being hacked all the time, um, that's just not a risk that you want to take. The great thing about 1Password is that you can, yes, store all your passwords. It's available in the app on the iPhone, but it's also available in um, an app on your computer. And they've got in Chrome and, and obviously on, I think, through the browser, you can get into it as well. You have one password, one master password for this device. And that's the only password you need to know. It will store and help you generate even passwords for your accounts. So you've got an email account, but you don't want to remember. You don't even want to think about it. Um, 
it will generate the craziest like symbols and letters and capitals and this, that, and the other thing that you'd never be able to remember ever, uh, let alone somebody being able to crack. And you can actually set that up. You can set the parameters up of what you want it to, to, um, to do. And the, 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 I guess the hoops that you want it to jump through. You can also store credit card information, um, all your login information, software licenses, it's got different folders that you can put in different uh, notes if you wanted to inside. It's also got in the app that's on your phone a browser, which is kind of cool that you can actually browse secure on your phone. Um, and just so much more like I can't even begin to explain to you how cool the, the app actually is. It's one password. And it again, your brain, you just don't have enough room to keep all that information. Why? Why would you? Right. So I, I, I don't know how many times a day I use it, but I use it from start to finish throughout the day. And I find that it's a great app for for that reason. So that's it, man. Do you use you you, you, you sounded like you would you would you would use it. Do you use it or you use something different to store your passwords? No, I use one password. Oh, man. And just what do you like about it? What do you love about it? Well, I just, I, like you said, the ability for it to come up with web keys or however you want to talk about 64-digit right. <laughs> encryption um, is something that you, that your brain doesn't work. That's why that you'll find most people probably have a photo of their web key for their Wi-Fi for their router on their phone because right. they can't remember the 65. <laughs> and then that's the real number, right? The 65 digits that it takes to get into their um their router. So the ability for it to make it simple, and that's really what this needs to be about when you're adding apps to your phone. And, and this is a great time of year, I would say, for you to audit that and go through your phone and delete things you haven't oh, used yeah. in the last four weeks because you're never going to use them. It's like going through your closet and getting rid of the clothes you're never going to wear again. There's no sense in keeping apps on your phone that you're not using because um, they're just getting in the way of your functionality. So to have something that makes your life easier and certainly makes it able to, if you've got, I don't know how many apps you have on your phone or how many apps you use or passwords you use on your desktop, but if you're using more than three to log into more than three things, this makes it super simple to get in and out of the things that you want to get into um, without having to worry about <clears throat> remembering much of anything or doing something silly like storing them all on Evernote. If you want to set yourself up for more productivity in the best year ever, um, it's it's great to be intentional about what it is that you really want to accomplish and how that you're going to get there. So we've named 10 apps and we'll go through these 10 apps real quick one more time. But don't use all of these apps. Don't try and go grab all of these apps and immediately start putting them into play. Just pick nope, just, one. Just grab mine. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Eric's is, <laughs> his list was much better than mine. No, I would say, yeah, just grab one and start with, it's like working out, right? You wouldn't go to the gym and do everything in one day and expect to lose weight. You pick a thing and get good at a thing and then move on to the next thing. Whatever it is that spoke to you, whatever it is that really made you kind of think, oh, that's the thing that I need to get a little bit better at, try that out and give it a shot. Um, and then that way you'll be able to really kind of, not only will you be able to understand, is this really helping me or not? Because that's the question I think we have to ask ourselves. It's what I'm asking myself right now, and I'm kind of doing the audit of myself and who I am and where I need to go and who I need to become in 2017 is, does this serve me? So 
does this thing serve you any any longer? Uh, as you were just talking about, cleaning out your closet, cleaning out your phone, cleaning out your computer, cleaning whatever it might be. And when you ask that question, you'll be able to get, I think, clear answers. And clarity is really what I think makes the difference. So here we go. Uh, from 10 to, 10, 10 to 1, we'll go number 10. One Mine was uh, Dark Skies. Yours was 1Password. Mine was Dark Skies. Number 8, Audible. Um, yes, Audible. And then mine, in reverse order, would have been uh, Zolt. Number 6, Focus at Will. Number 5. Um, was Adobe Spark. This is almost like a pop quiz for you because you, I have actually made the list, and I can tell, <laughs> I can tell. That and I, did, I, did, I did not make a list, nor was I prepared to do it in the reverse order. Oh, so. I, like, I love it though. This is great. So I had number four to doist. What did you have at number three? Number three, I had um, Headspace was my number one. So my number three was going to be. Um, you have it in front of you. I, I don't even remember. I have no Waze. idea. It was Waze. Waze. I was Waze. thinking Sorry. I should ask you what mine were because that would be the bigger test. I but... probably would have nailed yours. Yeah. <laughs> so what was number two for me? Uh, which was your first one. Yeah. Um, was It wasn't Todoist, was no, it? It was Evernote. <laughs> Evernote. <laughs> I love it. And so Eric's number one was Headspace. And yes. If I'm... If I'm uh, I guess if I'm honest here, the the app that I will that I will check out will be uh, Headspace. That's the one that I'm going to give a look to. I've used Calm and I don't use it every day, but uh, I think Headspace sounds like a great app to to to, to give a shot to. Um, so I'll, I will check that out. If you're going to pick one, Eric, what will you 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 download? It oh, I'm going to do Todoist. That's would be the first one. Yeah. Sweet man. Well, I hope you enjoy. It. That's the goal out of this, right? Is coming together as a community, getting better together, because that's the deal. We're all on this journey. You're not alone. We're all on this journey together. Some of us might be further along down the road, you know. Um, but that's what we're here to do is to to help each other. So um, it's cool. I'm glad we got to do this today. Congratulations for investing in you. I know this list. Some of these are free. Some of them do cost money. Um, but it's, you know, it's an investment in the time that you've taken. I mean, how many people make it to the end of an episode of a podcast anyway? So you've, you've invested, <laughs> you know, hey, listen, right. yeah, no, I'm with you. Hey, every, I'm with you. everybody that made it through, guess what? You got the best one with one password, right? I mean, yep. there you go. So what I'm saying to you is that you've invested and, and you should pat yourself on the back for that. Uh, if you want to invest a little further, if you go to my blog, by the way, justinbarkley.com, I, I got a great newsletter. I give out tips, tricks, tools, training, literally dozens of ways you can discover uh, to create more freedom in your life. And, and when you do sign up for that, I'm also going to send you over as a bonus my seven sexy secret. I don't know why I'm using alliterations. I guess that's what uh, that's the radio background. That's my, what radio guys do. My top tools uh, and some of these tools you'll recognize because you've heard some of them mentioned right here uh, today. But some of them aren't mentioned and aren't on this list today. So Ooh. if you want to get like a bigger picture of what makes my my whole uh, circus <laughs> fly, right? What makes it all work? You can check out my top tools and uh, I'd be happy to send that PDF on over to you. And I, I would also say before we bail that if they're not watching your Facebook live broadcast, they should certainly make that a part of their day as well. So I appreciate that. Go to your Facebook app. Here's another tip for apps. Since mm -hmm. we're talking about apps, go to your Facebook app, go to Justin Barclay on Facebook and turn on the notifications and put see first. I like that. You, 
That's, that's, so there you go. That's awfully kind of you. Uh, yeah. One thing that you, I, I do recommend that you see uh, first is now playing. And uh, before you go, I want you to tell us a little bit about this really cool, passionate project that you have, and uh, how you're making the world a better place, Eric Holker. Yeah, so we're uh, we're just entering, uh, we're closing out our first year uh, of now playing, and we take at-risk children to the performing arts. We take them to sporting events, we take them to movies, we take them to the ballet, we take them, um, we just give them an escape for two hours uh, once a month. December we're going to do two, because it's the holiday season, So, uh, but normally we do once a month. Um, and if you want to learn more about what we're doing or, or for whom we are doing it, you can go to nowplayingthenumber4kids.org. That's nowplayingthenumber4kids.org, uh, and you can learn more about what we're doing. That's awesome. And uh, I will tell you that, you know, this has been Eric's baby, but I had uh, a limited uh, experience and a chance to, to get to go with these kids when a group of them went to see Star Wars uh, you know, almost a year ago. And it was literally one of the coolest experiences to be able to be there, to, to, to sit. We sat right in the row, right in front of these kids, to hear them talking through the movie. No, normally, if anybody's talking in a movie, you're going to be, you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be a little, right. uh, a little, a little testy. But it was magical to hear these kids talking. You were actually witnessing them discovering and experiencing the world in a completely different way, in a way that they normally would not have access to. Um, and I know that Star Wars played a big role in your life and and kind of encouraging you. We've all had those things, right? Absolutely. And you know, it was uh, it was a very, very cool event. We're obviously going to end the year because um, I love uh, I love parsimony and serendipity. So we're going to end the year with Star Wars. So the um, Rogue One will be the last thing that we will do. And we're going to take them to the Nutcracker Ballet here next week. And then after that, um, we're going to do Rogue One and then end out the year and start up 2017. If you want to get in, involved in this or, or help out at all, um, you know, even a few bucks here and there will we'll definitely go a long way to help kids here in, in our area. But what uh, what's the what's the domain name again? Now playing the number four kids dot org. Boom. We'll put it on the website. And you can get all of it. Hey, thank you, brother. I really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us and uh, and, and paying it forward. Your blog, polymathandvine.com? Yep, you can get to me at polymathandvine.com. Uh, and, but I'd rather you go to Now Playing. So go do that instead. Eric Holcren. All right, buddy. Be well. Full show notes up at justinbarclay.com slash purpose 038. As always, the newsletter packed full of freedom-oriented Material for you. Learn tips, tricks, tools, dozens of different ways that you can discover how to create more freedom in your own life, online and on purpose. JustinBarclay.com. Until next time, cheers to you and your life on purpose. <laughs>